Sorry for the interruption, Warden Brambus. Report your news, Ascal. Sir, we've received word and confirmation from our sources in Scandea. They say that the town is under attack, and it is only a matter of time before their domicile is compromised. We should have acted sooner against him. I fear that whatever machinations Proctor Klebold has put into motion may be too late to correct. Ready my ether vessel. We leave for Scandea at once. And let us pray to the gods that the Chrono Temple has not been breached. Greetings, fellow slingers, and welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. I'm your trusted dungeon master, Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. Wow, holy crap. Spike it. <laughs> Someone broke the audio. I guess so. Episode 33 of Riders on the Storm. You guys have finally made it back to the Seekers Foundation. You fought your way through, annihilated a shit ton of serpent beasts and those unliving walking things. And somewhere around this place is a Drake, though. You guys have yet to find him. Uh, it presents itself. You guys have re-encountered balls and annihilated him. Mm-hmm. Rafu oh, took his ass. Yeah, that's right. And Hold Ruby decided to head off around the corner and call to Batu. Now you, Ruby, decided to accept Batu's offer. What made you decide to do that? Or do you not want to say? It, uh, it's not really a secret to hide. Um I mean, she got some time to think about it, uh, maybe strategize a little bit. Maybe there's a way to harness this energy. And if anybody's going to be the bearer of this evil soul, it might as well be somebody as pure and strong as her. Hard to explain, but she feels like she might be able to harness it, might be able to use it for some good, and Batu hasn't let her down yet, so... Didn't he abandon you? I mean, <laughs> only at the end <laughs> when they made an ultimatum. I mean, but I also did, he hasn't abandoned me until just recently. I did adjust our contract, and so I shouldn't have to kill any of my people. Well, as the soul of the mountain orc chief enters your body, you tried your best to contend with it, but alas. You could not fully contain the shock of it. You succumbed and you pass out. And for a moment, your mind's eye sees somewhere else. You find yourself in a living quarters, but it's so dilapidated that it could be hardly called a shelter. You see a small figure, and just for the briefest of moments, you think it's a child. But you soon realize you're looking at a halfling man. His clothes are in tatters, and his eyes have dark circles around them. He just looks beat down. He wears shackles about his ankles, but his hands are free. His body fights shakes brought on by fear and frustration, and he speaks softly. Today, I have seen four more of our kind slaughtered by our captors for reasons no greater than not lining up fast enough. 
dear? From behind him, a soft voice is heard, and for the first time, Ruby, you realize he's not alone in the room. He slowly turns towards the woman, seeing her battered face, her disheveled look, and her torn garments. She too is shackled at the ankles. A tear forms at the corner of his eye and slowly rolls down his cheek. He continues, I have watched our captives take those we love, kill those we love, and do things to those we love. His breath begins to shake. I have called out to the gods, all those I would bother with, except one, their god, Syrian. A gasp escapes past his wife's lips. I will not let them take you again, my love. Cestus will never touch you again. Ruby, your eyes flutter open, and for the briefest of moments, you have no idea where you are, but your horizontal perspective, you look into the face of a feline animal. Thought to? Ruby. Welcome back. What what happened? You accepted the offer that was presented to you, and now together we can make things right. Rise to your feet. Tell nobody about this, and I will come when you call me. At that, he gets up off his haunches and goes back down the stairs and flees out the front door. Rafu, from the hallway, you now have this giant great axe in your hand. You see the remainder of balls at your feet, (laughs) along with a couple, well, one serpent beast. Another one has been atomized by that shatter spell that Ruby had cast earlier on. You know that now that you guys are finally in the master bedroom door, you can hear Vratislav and Dino and Eldon, they appear to be talking with somebody. You could only assume that's probably Claybold. Rafa wants to walk over to Balls. <sighs> Thanks for the axe, buddy. You'll be missed. <laughs> and walking into the room with everyone else. Right <laughs> <Bye> now. <laughs> in the bedroom, the head proctor Claybold, he stands over Warden Bainan. Now, although the headmaster has been healed by Eldon, he still seems to be succumbing to his wounds. And with his final words, Bainan utters, You must save Tobin. Please, please, Paladin, save my son. And he just, at that point, completely expires at your feet. I guess I walked in in the wrong yeah. time. Did anyone hear his last words? <laughs> I, I just walked in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got some wax in there. I've been having kind of like this tinnitus uh, ringing sound in my ear. Have you recovered the soul crucible, Ranger? We have, but it's somewhere safe. Or will you not join me to use it to save little Tobin's life? Will you not ease his mother Ella's suffering? That's what we were hired to do. True. But at the same time, for all of the headaches and heartaches our party has been through, we lost a party member. I would like to 
converse again with my party here. Very well. I also would like to converse with my master at arms. So if you would please excuse us. He gestures towards you guys to step out into the hallway. And Dino just kind of looks at him and looks at you guys and shrugs like, I don't know, guys, you know, just. (laughs) I kind of nod for him to just come with us. Who, Dino? Dino? Yes. Uh, He's got to stay behind. He's going to stay behind. Mm. He kind of looks at you and whispers, I'd I'd like to, but he's. He's my boss. I have to do what he says. Bitch. <laughs> so we'll walk the in. coin is good. <laughs> yeah, I'll get up. So they go outside and, and head out. To Dino the closes the door and you. leaves you guys to discuss what you guys want to do. Ruby, from the hallway, are you going to stay down that way or um, what do you want to do? I get up and, and walk back. As I'm walking back, do I? Um, it's the soul crystal is gone, right? No. No, actually. No, you, you've got it back still. I still have it? Yeah, he just used it to give you okay. that essence. And I kind of look at it. I mean, anything I could tell from it, or does it look any different now? It that doesn't look any different. It didn't look passed. anything different before. It's just almost like a, uh, like a dormant item, like a dormant artifact, and mm-hmm. it's not till you know how to use it, mm-hmm. then it'll, it would generate something. Like when they... Serpent beasts were using it to implant that one soul. You know, they were mm-hmm. chanting and whatnot. So there is a chant that goes with that. Okay. And I believe Rafu has the... No, I have that. it now. Oh, do you have the, the cloth? I'm pretty, yeah, I took it from him. Okay. Well, that's what that's you it. would need. Okay. Well, I, I, like as all this is going through my head, I'm like just mindlessly walking back to the group, and I actually just kind of bump into Rafu. Hey, really? Where'd you come from? Oh, hey... <coughs> Hey, uh, I just I was just double checking the hall, make sure everything was clear. We're good. So, uh, what's going on in there? Thought we lost you. Uh, talking about the soul crucible. You still These have it? Still intend to use a soul crucible to put some soul into the child. I'm not still 100 percent sure about this. I don't really want to use it and then have to kill some possessed child at the end of it. Yeah, at this point, I'm ready for. Um when we go back in the room, we might have to have arms at the ready. I mean, why would we go back into the room? Yeah, we could okay, just Okay, well, let's just say now. the door is open. We still have... Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's keep the arms ready now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't intend to walk back in there. I mean, we could just leave. I, I really don't think anybody should have this thing. We did get the money, right, Rathoslav? We did get the money. Well, we got paid for the job, so do do do. But there's still witnesses. Oh, you know my rule. The door opens. <laughs> That's a signal. And Dino looks at the group, and he looks at you, Ferratislav, and says, uh, "Master Claybolt would like to talk with you briefly." Tell him to come in the hallway. Just me. Just you. And he actually steps out. Dino steps out into the hallway with the other group. All right, I'll step into the room. Okay. Dino, you stay with us. So, <laughs> Rathus That's Slav- already implied. Gonna, I think it's already mm-hmm. going to do that, buddy. <laughs> so, anyways, so for Rathuslav, you go into the room, and Dino steps out, and the door slowly closes. He, like, pulls the door behind him as he closes it. In. And Claybull looks at you and says, Ranger, we had a deal. 
I paid you good money to recover the sole crucible. What kind of a man would you be if you welched on that deal? You gave me money up front. I haven't seen any money on the back end. We had an arrangement that you would get the recipient on the back end when we received the sold crucible. If it's all about the coin, we'll pay up right now. But we had a deal. Okay. I'm assuming you have the coins in a safe place? Yes, we do. The sold crucible's in the same place, so how should we play this? I will give you the money right now. He walks over to one of the nightstands, and he does something with a side panel, and it pops open, and he pulls out two bags of coins, reaches in, takes some of it out, feels the weight and whatnot, and drops it down on the, on the mattress and says, this should more than cover the second half. Where is the soul crucible? It's just this way. As I go to open the doors back to the hallway... And step out, and where's everyone in the hallway, just so I know? I'm next uh, to the door. I think kind of how we're in yeah. position right there. As you step out step into the hallway, behind. everybody make a perception check. That my new dice trend. Nat 20. Nat 20. Uh, 11. 13. 18. 18. Ruby and Rafu. You guys hear some type of a commotion coming from the foyer, and it sounds like like human voices. Hmm. Like they're they're talking English, but they seem to be very hurried. To the some to the effect of secure the place, find the man, find find Claybold, find Bainan. Let's get let's clean this shit up now. I, I, guys, there's somebody coming. Does he breathe? Do you recognize him? No, I don't. But they're they're. I say smash. <laughs> so the door is open at this time, and Dino kind of looks at you guys. He didn't really hear what's going on, nor did Claybold. I bang on the door. It's open. Or, oh, it's already open. Yeah, okay, fine. sorry. Claybold's face. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, guys, we need to get out of here. I, I have a funny feeling about this. Can we go? Like, haha, funny? <laughs> what? It's never haha. Why? Funny. What's wrong? I heard voices coming in. I didn't hear any voices. I didn't hear well, any voices. No. Rafa, further. did you hear voices? There are voices. At this point... They're the, not in my head. <laughs> it's not Batu again. At this point, you do hear... Everybody starts to hear the murmur down below. And you hear some commanding voice. Put the fires out. Place up these dead bodies. Now, let's get this, uh, let's get this place cleaned up. Find me, Claybold. Find me, Bainan. Now. And you see... Uh, you see a couple of guys run up the stairs, and they're wearing, uh, well, you guys can't see from around the corner, but the couple guys run up the stairs, and you hear that. Somebody has obviously come up the stairs. See, there's, they're coming up the stairs. Do you recognize that voice, Claybold? Claybold kind of steps towards the doorway. Indeed. That sounds like Ascol. Friend? A mutual Proctor. Listen, Claybull, you need to be clear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are they with A you? mutual Proctor? Did him. What? <laughs> are they with you or not? They are part of the Seekers Foundation from another domicile. It's a work relation. <sighs> you hear Dirty from down business. in the down in the foyer. Claybolt! Baden! Have you survived? Where are you? 
As they're doing this, I'm going to quickly make sure nobody notices that I wrap the Soul Crucible and tuck it away in my tunic. Okay. Claybolt instructs Dino, you should go tell them. Let them know that I am up here and that Warden Bainan did not survive. So Dino leaves the room and goes down the hallway and turns, and you hear him greet a salutation to the two men at the top of the stairs, and they start talking. It's from your from your distance, you can't really hear what they're talking about, but you just see them come back around the corner, and one of them screams back, Master, they're up here. They're up here. It appears Warden Bainan did not survive. Hmm. Please come out here, Master Claybold. And he, he's hesitant to leave the room. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I, I let him walk by, and as he's walking by me, I would like to slither into the room. Does he even leave? He seemed hesitant. No, he, he wants to stay in the room. He hasn't walked out yet? No, he's, no. he's kind of reticent about doing so. Okay, well, as he's like thinking about it, I would like to get past him into the room. Don't make me send more guards up there, please. Please come out. We could handle this maturely and without any more violence. Enough people have died on the premises already. There it is. Is Claybold still next to me? Claybold's in the corner. You're in the hallway. Okay. You see him kind of hang his head in defeat and actually start walking out of the room. Claybold, wait. Yes? Tell me you're not with them. These are members of the Seekers Foundation. I don't think they are. I think they came from the island. Dino looks at you and says, No, these are members of the Seekers Foundation. Look, I have a bad feeling about this. How do you know? Is there a secret handshake? <laughs> Just a cue in their few words they spoke. They said there's been enough bloodshed. As They talk as if there's going to be more. And right. as she says that, I put his hand on his back and Pushed him. just guide him through the doorway. He doesn't resist at all. He, he <laughs> is defeated at this point. He walks out and heads towards the two guards. And they say, we have him, sir. Bring him down. So they, he makes his way down the stairs and go and bring all these fuckers over. Is the there a way to get out, like a window or something from this room? Should we bring Tobin? Well, I'm assuming they don't care about us right now. So. No, I know. That's why I'm trying to sneak away. I so is there a window? You want to you want to leave the premises? Yeah, I want to see if there's a window. <laughs> well, to these are all these are all windows. I I would like to crack open a window like and twenty five feet up. Um, yeah, feather fall, right? I don't think I do. You're pretty light. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I have a rope from my pack. As you look out the window, you notice that there are other men that are dressed similar to these guys, and they appear to be like policing up the dead and laying them down ceremonially and like the serpent beasts they're just chucking in a pile you know <laughs> cool, 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 all the unliving walking things they're putting in a pile so as like I'm I'm looking at that I turn around and who else is in the room or nobody We're I've the left the room yeah. it's just uh, Bainan's body corpse that's <laughs> yeah, a corpse at this Rafu point. anybody is, is anybody around here I'm over here I've left to go watch what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, I I ignore it and just go to look and see what's going down on the bottom floor. I really think we need to get out of here, Rafu. We need to get the others. We need to go now. I agree. Let's go collect them. 
After a brief exchange downstairs, you see Claybold turn around and one of the guards puts cuffs on him and they lead him out the door. Do they say what he's being arrested for? They read him his rights. They, they really well, don't you, even... You wouldn't know. You're in the, you're in the room still. <laughs> not, not to us. Even. I don't know. Maybe somebody heard. Um, guys, w- Rafu, once they figure out he doesn't have the soul crucible, I, they're going to be coming after us. Cross that bridge when we get there. Well, let's get out of here first. Dino passes you guys and heads downstairs, and he starts talking with the proctor. And, you know, you see him gesturing and stuff like that. And the guy, he's nodding back as well. And you see his hood kind of come back off his head. You could tell that he's got, like, horns on the back of his head. And he's a tiefling. But all the other ones are human. Hmm. He doesn't look like that tiefling from before? No. Okay. No, that's... <laughs> not the one I blasted not, off the airship. That's just the mini. That's just the mini I right. used. I'm just, I'm just checking. I, I forgot where I used that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That was Caesar. Um, he, uh, he motions to two of his guards, and he says a few things, and they go upstairs, and they confront... Who's the, the closest one up here? Eldon. Eldon. They look at you, and they say, you know, you guys could come down. We, we recognize that you have done your best to take care of the domicile. The business that we have with Claybold and Bainan, that's Seeker's business. Uh, but we do, we are very grateful and we'll be more than happy to put you guys up in a, in a tavern down in town. Mm. And, but I think that the, the warden would like to speak with you tomorrow morning. We're good. Thank the you. Warden of? Of the Seekers Foundation of this domicile. Yeah, we'll meet him. We're going to meet him? You're in the other room. Yeah. Yeah, but I heard that because they were like yelling up towards us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll meet him. Uh, tell us the name. Of this tavern? The tavern? Hey, man. You don't <laughs> want to make up a tavern. <laughs> I fucking have me, it. I don't, don't tell me you're going to put me up in one. The tavern. I, I, I longer tavern. <laughs> it is the loose leg tavern. It has rooms above official, the main. Official seekers tavern, I see. All right. Well, um... Of all the things I've said, that's what you're going to write down is the loose leg tavern. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the shit I've said tonight, that's the only thing he takes notes on. (laughs) Do they have a sky bar? (laughs) Eric has his priorities straight, okay? (laughs) He knows exactly what to write down. All right, fair enough. We'll happily be escorted out. We'll make our own way to the tavern, though. Thank you. Okay. Dino sees you guys start coming, descending down the stairs. Have you stayed upstairs, Ruby? Yeah, very hesitant to come out of the... I mean, she's she's come out of the room very hesitant to get too far. Uh, before I leave out of the room, though, I would like to search it. Okay. For any clues, any diaries or books or anything that might l- give some clue as to what... Just me- uh, you see like a journal of, of memoirs of something that Bainan may have been writing. This is his personal room okay. here. I take that. Okay. I'm going to mark that down for later on. Uh, everything else is just personal effects. You can tell they, they sort of live a Spartan life. Uh, you do know that he has a son and a wife. Most likely this isn't his primary residence, though. Okay. All right, so the diary is really the only thing of importance. I mean... Any jewelry? Uh-huh. <laughs> I already got the gold. She doesn't really care about that. Um, and then I want to search the dead guy. Okay. Bainan? Bainan? Yeah, that one. 
the bane of my existence. He has a name. Uh, So you see Warden Banan. He is deceased on the floor. He has a like a bracelet all around his wrist and a couple rings on his fingers. Kind of gaudy looking. Alright. That's I was really looking just for some like writing or note or something along those lines. No, you don't see anything on him. I don't really care about no. the jewelry then. Okay. The bracelet though. She just it's still defiling the dead, and as she get up, she just kinda does a little prayer. Check his mail. <laughs> That's a federal offense, sir. What? Scandale frowns on you checking their mail. <laughs> oh, man. You might know what's going on in this guy's life. So as Dino watches you guys walk down, what's your marching order coming down? I was already um, out it'd in be, front. Yeah, Alden, then me. Yeah, that makes sense. Then Rafu. And... Begrudgingly. Yeah. Very far Ruby, behind. And then Dino... Dino's probably Dino's Dino down there already, isn't he? Yeah, it looks like he's just... Okay, Dino's talking. hanging out down there. He's the one that told them that you guys had, oh, okay. had done, he's helped down out and everything. As you pass by Dino Vratislav, he notices that you have something on your right hand. It's a leather bracer <laughs> with a gem in the back of it. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looks at you and he's like, where'd you get that, friend? I took it off a guy that didn't need it anymore. Well, be sure you keep that hidden. Don't let anybody see that. I've been doing my best. I've been seeing even some of my own party members eyeing it. Yeah. Yeah. You. It's a very powerful item. You don't want to draw too much attention with that at all. So, What hand's it on, by the way? It is on my left one. Okay. So every now and then I'll, you know, make sure pull my cloak down. He asks you... Uh, do you guys feel comfortable about finding that tavern on your own, or would you want me to escort you guys there? You know, he's not, I not have abrasive some questions, at all. Unless you guys want to talk it out. Mm. I think we're okay with this. Let's ask some questions. Yeah. Uh, we made well, it off the island of the dam. I think we he, could find a tavern. He probably doesn't want to answer any questions in the middle of this group of people. No, though. but as we're walking over. Okay. Well, I only have one question that might even be towards the group. Which is, when and where do we meet the warden tomorrow? We will send a courier for you. He puts his, his hood back over his horns, realizing that you know, they, some people take an offense to that. They get a little cross-eyed when they see those horns. Okay, we'll just be leaving now. Ruby's going to be shuffling out so the it's door. Get, it's getting late in the evening. You make your way back towards the major part of town as you... Heading through the town, obviously, this whole place has been raised. I mean, there's dead bodies everywhere. There's dead serpent beasts. There's dead drakes crashed into, into roofs and whatnot. But there's none of them still living. For the most part, all these serpent beasts that have survived are out of the town. They've either gone back where they came from or they're someplace else. But the, the town appears to be devoid of any more, any more serpent beasts, any more danger. So as you guys start going, you see that there's fires here and there, but there's one building that seems to still be moving along, and that's this tavern. Hey, mm. there's a, that mm. people definitely try to save this place in the mm. town. So. Conspiracy theories. Mm. All right. I guess we'll try and enter it. it yeah, I guess that's where fire. we're going. It's the safest place there is, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Apparently it's fireproof. Yeah, yeah well, fireproof I mean, you see tavern. that it's taken damage. 
there's been fires that have been started and put out, but people kept on drinking, you know, as Save they're doing the it, you know, yeah, there's a couple <laughs> dead people around, but they're just, they're still keeping it going. And you see a barkeep come as you guys enter the door and he's got suit on his face and, you know, he's, he looks like he's worked, but he's, he's more than happy to keep going through. He's like, oh, look at this. We have uh, some new visitors. Greetings, greetings, Yavol, you know, and rings the bell and, and says, welcome, welcome. Can I get you a room or something? Yeah. Something to drink, something to eat. What would you like? We would like one room for each of us and uh, good, a good. round of drinks. Okay. All on the Seekers. Well, uh, do you have some Seekers coin? They don't run a tab here. No, but how no. about a sh- handshake? <laughs> as long as that handshake has some silver in it, my friend. <laughs> not, not a happy ending, Rafu. <laughs> That's not where I was going, Ruby. <laughs> At this point, I'd like to see the sack of <laughs> coin I got. <laughs> okay. Number five. It's a, think of it as about the two sacks that are about the size of a crown royal. Like the sack. big one? Yes, the big one. Oh, boy. The inflated like the, one? One of them's fairly heavy. The other one's about half as, as heavy. Oh, boy. Once you get checked. One's just sagging below the other one. They're I want to open up the even. one that's... Half as heavy. See what's in there. It's gold coin. I'll take out five gold coins and throw them on the bar top and say, this is good enough to get us started off and through most of the night. Absolutely. Absolutely. He kind of looks around and sees one of his waiters, snaps his fingers, and he comes over. Yes, hello. And they start, (laughs) what can I get for you? Speak now, please. Well, Eldon was, Eldon, it's up to you. You wanted the round of drinks. Yeah. Let's get some shots. Do they have shots? In, uh, do we, can we get fantasy shots? I'm it's sure they bad. have some kind of distilled mash that will... Well, only a few things have survived this onslaught, but it's all good and solid, good hard shit. So he pours out four drinks. One for you, half orc, one for you, and you, and for your child over here. And he slides them all out and walks away. Let me know when you need more. Yeah, Ruby, do. Ruby doesn't even react to it. She's just so still caught up in everything and doesn't in trying to hide that soul crucible. You know, and you're, you're trying to hide something that's hard to hide in front of people and you're just kind of get this cold sweats and the barkeep comes up to you for and sees that you guys are drinking. He says, "By the way, I have your rooms all ready for you if you would like to unless you want to keep drinking. Here are your keys." And he lays four keys out on the on the bar. I kind of want to hang out in the bar. Yeah. I'll grab one at random, but I'm going to stay here. What is it still evening or is it's probably close to seven o'clock at this, at this point at night. Yeah. I'm going to hang out for another drink or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ruby just doesn't want to seem out of the ordinary. So she just stays and has drinks as well. Yeah. But not, not too light. She'll eventually just be like, Oh, okay. Everybody make a perception check. Ruby. 15. 24. 16. 15. As you guys are sitting there sipping your drinks, you guys are, they're shots. No. Sipping your shots. All right. Listen. No, 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 no. You've made it worse now. Let's go. Pounding our shots. <laughs> well, Ruby's as not. you guys are enjoying your second round. We'll put there it we that go. Way. Perfect. You've nailed it. You guys are looking around the room. You guys see that it has taken some damage. You look, some of the chairs have been burnt. Some of the tables have been Turn back upright. There's people at every, you know, most of the tables are filled. Most of the bars are filled. As you guys are looking around the stock, you guys see, you guys look in the mirror and you notice that there appears to be 
someone looking at you in the mirror, looking at the four of you. Does from anybody like, else? You see, you can't really see what he looks like. He's got his a hat low down over his face. Hmm. Uh, he's got kind of a, a ratty looking beard. Uh, Where is he relative to us? Can if we... you guys were facing the mirror at 12 o'clock, he's probably at about five o'clock to your south, like to your rear. Mm-hmm. Does anybody hey, else? And he's, guy? He just kind of like leaning against one of the, the, like a standing table in the bar. You know how they have those tables that you'll, you stand up against. He's, he's at one of those kind of just drinking at a little bit. The bar? And he's just... No, I, no, he's like at, at a table. Not oh, a sitting table, okay. but a standing table. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And I can't tell what he looks like as far as race, build. Not really. He looks pretty stocky, pretty wide. Uh, he's probably about six and a half feet tall. But you can't see his eyes. His head's kind of down. You know, his hat's kind of down over his it's eyes. my size. Can I see yes. the barkeep? You see him hustle around. He drops off a drink, a round of drinks at one table. He looks over at you. Yes, what can I do for you, Byron? Another Sorry. round? Of course, absolutely. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. He puts down four more. Look, I, I know... Seekers Foundation, right? And all this other happy horseshit, but I got a lot of stuff going on tonight, buddy. What's right. up? Quickly. Yes. Do you know who that man is and all? He, uh, he's looking past you. No, he's been here for about, uh, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes or so. All right. Send him whatever he's got already and tell him to come join us. Will do. Will do. Wait, you want us? You want the stranger to join us? Keep your enemies close. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. After a few minutes, barkeep. Drops off a drink over at the guy and motions with his hands, probably Italian. He points over at the bar where you guys are at and, you know, does, I don't fucking know. And then he leaves. And so the the guy looks at you in the mirror, raises his glass to take a toast, takes a drink and starts moving his way over mm-hmm. towards you guys. What is your lineup at the bar from left to right? I'm in the middle of Rafu and um, Eldon. Where are you at? So... Let's say it's Rafu, Ruby, Eldon, me. Yeah, that sounds, makes sense to me. From left to right. From left to right. So it's Rafu, Ruby, Eldon, Eldon you. Okay, me. so yeah. he goes up between Eldon and you, Varathislav. Of course. And he, you know, he's a, he's a wide dude. Almost looks like a, a linebacker. He kind of comes in there. Thank you for the drink, my friend, no? You're very welcome. Yes, yes. So I hear you do work for the Seekers Foundation, no? Currently. I mean... Look, my friend, we all at some time work for the Circus Foundation. And you see him take a, a drink, but his head is still kind of down. His hat's still kind of low. Go ahead and make a perception check. You two. Vratislav and Eldon. 15. 15. No. Nothing. Vratislav, you just noticed that it looks like the guy's kind of been out in the sun a little, a little long because his skin just appears to be really parched, like dry and... It's kind of hard to understand if it's just a, an ailment or if it's just the nature of having worked his ass off. Hmm. So I hear you were there when the warden no longer living, eh? Mm. Word does travel quick in this yeah. town, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the whole town has been on fire, no? And every time you turn around, there is something else flying in. And, and here we have these, these lizard people all over the place. And we see a giant airship. He come in fast, Yeah. And it just uh, it come down, and you guys pop off, and here we are. But I have no doubt that you've got a good reason for being in town, right? You... Of course. Who, what are, whose acquaintance are we making? 
My name is Tonrex114. Sorry, what? My name is Tonrex114. Tonrex. You see, you see him kind of look quizzically, you know, like his head kind of tilts sideways. What does the 114 stand for? He looks at you and he kind of raises his head up a little. That is my model number. And you look and you see that he has these metallic eyes looking at you. Hmm. Fucking Rafu is freaked out. <laughs> Fucking Warforged, man. That deserves it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D D knowledge. You fucking player. <laughs> there you go. So he looks at you and he says, "I am Tonrex One One Four, and I do not think that you know the kind of trouble you are getting yourself into." What kind of trouble would that be? Well, the trouble you don't want any more with. Trouble that me and me may bring to you and you. Hmm. Thank you for the drink. I'll be seeing you. Maybe not. Maybe soon. He pounds the last, the last swill of the drink, puts the glass down, and just turns and, and walks out the door. I look over at Elton. I actually grab his arm and I say, we need to leave now. We need to fake that we went up to the rooms and we need to get out of here. Why exactly? I mean, if that wasn't enough... We just have to hear the man. We don't have to agree to do what he says. And then what? Battle all those people? You'd never had a friendly warning before? (laughs) I mean, that was a courtesy. I really really think we should leave. Look, the Seekers Foundation is powerful. They are widespread. And if we don't do what they want and they don't like us, we're probably in trouble anyway. Let's listen to the man. We can give our answer. We don't want any part of it. Leave. But running away now is not going to be any easier than saying no later. That's going to put a target on us. It's a hairy situation regardless. not okay with this decision, but going to trust you, but not feeling okay. Just sleep on it. Hopefully you'll feel better in the morning. So after another drink or so, you guys make make your way upstairs. You guys crash out. Next morning, you hear soft knock on your doors. Housekeeping. I'll open my door. Yes, Master. The uh, the warden is ready for your acquaintance. Where will we be meeting him? Back at the Seekers Foundation. All right. If you haven't awakened the rest, I'll do so. Go ahead. Oh. Go back to your master. Very good. And we'll see you shortly. He walks away and leaves. You notice that he was wearing the same... Um, the same attire as those guards that came in with mm-hmm. the with the tiefling. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go on to the other doors and try to wake and round everybody up. Yeah, as you knock on my door, I kind of just... I've been hearing knocking, so I just crack it open a little bit as a dagger comes out. <laughs> so I make sure it's you. Uh, Ruby's really <laughs> sketched out as well and opens the door very skeptically. Rafu opens his door welcomely. Finally. Hey, Alden. Finally, a warm greeting. It only took three tries. How was your sleep? That was wonderful. What about yours? The bed was a little soft, but it was okay. All right. I turned to the other two. See, this is how you greet people in the morning. If you're him, but not, I mean, look at me. Look at him. 
I have to be on my toes. So what did the messenger say? Is that good enough? What time do we meet? We meet now. Now? As we get ready, grab something to eat, I guess. Where are we meeting? Uh, We're going back to the Secrets Foundation. So you make your way back to the foundation? Yes. So as you guys head back there, you see that as you enter the large gates that run the perimeter around the domicile, the gates are back up (laughs) and completely fixed. You see that there's like a smoldering pile of ashes off in the far corner. What the hell was that? The last it's the Drake. It's Dude, back. It was the last breath from the Jeez. fire. I guess so. <laughs> from the died. cremation that I've just occurred. You see that there are scaled limbs in the fire. Mm-hmm. So you get the idea that's where the serpent beasts are. You see that there are a lot of people that are shoring up the walls, fixing mm-hmm. things up. There are no more dead bodies on the grounds. You see standing at the double doors leading into the domicile is that tiefling, Askel. Ascol? Ascol. Ascol. Don't Ascol don't it. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> don't take it away. <laughs> I gotta make me look like a real asshole. <laughs> he looks at you guys as you guys are approaching the grounds and he, he motions for you to... You're being a real Ascol right now. <laughs> well, lucky for me, most NPCs don't survive. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, you see him motioning towards you guys to enter the domicile. And as you do so, you notice that the place is almost completely spotless. Anything that's been broken has been removed. Blood has kind of been cleaned up and whatnot. And he looks at you and says, thank you for returning to the domicile. It's our pleasure. Did we have a choice? You did have a choice. But I was hoping that I was hedging my bet that you would want to hear what the, what the warden Brambus had to say. He leads you through the hallways to a room in the far corner. Well, while he's leading us, I'd like to ask him about Brambus, if he could tell us a little bit about, about him on the way up. He says, it is not my position to dispense that information to you, my friend. Fair enough. We'll be meeting him soon enough anyway. Hmm, yes. It would appear that your tenure with the Seekers Foundation is not quite over yet. He leads, you in, he leads you into this room where there, it's an armory, and you see that there are two guards in the armory. And he says, we're about to enter the main sanctuary of the domicile, but you must leave your weapons here. I'm not I'll look around. That. I mean, I don't have any weapons. I'm so. not too attached to any of the weapons I have. I'm okay. But obviously... I'm looking mostly at Rafu and Rathoslav. So, I, I mean, we got a long rest then, technically, right? Yeah, you, you yeah. all have a long rest. Just, I just wanted to clarify. You know, I don't like to assume. Well, if you guys are uncomfortable, <clears throat> we can send, I guess, half of us half of us as emissaries. As I'm taking off my weapons, the uh, bracer I picked up with a jewel on it, is it big enough to hide a dagger within it? Yeah, on the inside of it. Yeah, if I want to slip one in there. You want to slip one of those blue ones in there? Yes. Okay. And I give, as I'm undoing all my belts and stuff, I slip one in and give them the rest of my weapons. Okay. He tells everybody, put your weapons on the far table, not on the middle ones. Rude. <laughs> all right. So we put yeah. our weapons on the far right yeah, table. Yeah, I'll put my weapons on the far table. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Other than my one holdout. He nods towards the two guards and they grab the two center tables and they move them away and you see that there's 
a giant sigil on the floor. And they go down and they each turn it counterclockwise and it sinks down and slides to the side and you see a set of spiral stairs leading down. It's like a crypt. And he starts walking down the stairs. All right, I'll follow. I'll follow. I don't have a choice. As everybody gets in, these guys, they reclose it. You could kind of hear the, the scraping of the tables back over the certain area that you guys were in. It's going to take a moment here. I take it the stairwell's well lit. <laughs> you have low light. Oh, sorry. A little too soon, huh? <laughs> I got dark vision still out of one eye. Yeah. It's not about how much you can see. It's about how, you know, how well you can perceive distance. Oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. I told you we should have ran. We'll be fine. Famous last words. Although that, that throne is awfully concerning. Oh, God. Anyway, you don't want to anger these guys. Just... Just play along. Imagine what would happen. What's the worst that can happen? They offer us the to be a part of, of their blood goal. We just say no. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's that and easy. And then walk away. It's that easy. Sorry, I was promised to another blood cult. <laughs> Excuse sorry. me. I'm sorry. I already Fire have a god. <laughs> other blood bolts. Oh my god. My god I respect your bad. beliefs, but respectfully, I have to decline. So I'll put you guys right down here. Let me describe what you're seeing here. Hell on the Earth. emperor room? That's all I can think of. <laughs> so. Wait. Damn it, Junior. I'm sorry. It's okay. Hey, you wanted that beer or not? Thank you. Give me that What's beer happening? back. God damn it. Does he ever do something? <laughs> Let me know when you guys are ready. Ready. Okay, so the stairs lead down to a large <laughs> subterranean chamber. And I'd like for you guys to go ahead and make a dungeoneering check. What the hell is a dungeoneering check? This is 5E, Brian. Yeah, oh. man. Dude, you forgot with yeah. that Warforge. <laughs> is there another I don't know that? a lot of stuff, but yeah, there's that's not familiar. There's Dungeoneering, right? No. No, no. there is not. Sure? Come on, old man. Fuck. Sorry, hang on. Like a survival, probably perception. There's like... Yeah, there's yeah, there's uh, quite a few. Right, pull on a second. Pull on a second. Make an investigation check. Investigation. All right. Can I re-roll? No. What do you got? 15, and I'm proficient. 17. 16. 14. 14. Vratislav and Elden, you notice that this room, that this chamber that you're in is so big that it probably occupies the entire subfloor of the domicile itself. Hmm. To the east, as you enter, you see a large table made of marble with several chairs around it. I mean, this thing is 45 feet long by 20 feet wide. You see pillars that line a weathered runner that leads to an ornate chair in the south with a man seated on it and acolytes conversing with him. Off to the west, you see guards that are standing ready around a very familiar edifice. It looks identical to the one you guys saw back on the island of the Damned. The same kind of structure that you found Edinger tied up to upside down as he slowly bled out. Only this one is not the same one. And you notice there's a large swirl of arcane energy that's, that appears to be pulsing in the center of it. And at the far end of the room, 
at that ornate chair, you hear this man yelling from his location, No, damn it! I want the perimeter shored up first, before the ranks of the acolytes are replenished. If the walls remain down, we only invite more death. Requisition more guards. But, sir, dismissed. The man stands to his full height as he watches the acolyte leave him, and he looks down the runner at the entrance to the room, and he sees you guys, and he gestures towards you to come here. As we come walk towards him. down, I um, tug on Eldon, and I go, I told you we should have left last night. Just hide in the back. We'll do the talking. Any one of those craps things. <laughs> slide, that sh- <laughs> slide those guys across the table. Yeah, need a stickman, just push them across. Like for armies and stuff? Like or craps. <laughs> Ascol looks at the warden and says, these are the adventures for your request, warden. With that phrase, you can tell that a new warden of the Seekers has replaced Banan. The head proctor looks at you guys and slowly turns and walks back towards the stairs. But he doesn't leave the room. He just stays back. I'll make this short. Claybold is dead. He died last night in his cell. What? His cell? Well, it would appear he committed suicide. But that's wh- a terrible shame. That, that's not the point. What do you, why was he in a cell? Terrible. We are finding <laughs> proof that he may have been the one who inflicted young Tobin from the onset, allowing for Banan to ask for his help in recovering the soul crucible. Proof of your being here illustrates that his solution was to hire able adventurers to seek out the soul crucible, apparently something he wanted and had been searching for for a very long time. But if there's a ray of light in this dark hour, it would be that we believe Claybold was not acting alone. So, what does that mean, he's not acting alone? Well, perhaps you're unaware, but the head proctor had been working with the free traders' conglomerate, and possibly worse. And that means working against the Seekers Foundation. It would appear that he was disseminating sensitive information to a spy. Do you need us to find that spy? That would prove cutting through the fat, as you say, yes. I have good news and other news. <laughs> I have news. <laughs> well, good news and not necessarily bad news. Not, bad not necessarily news. bad news, but like yeah. the saying isn't as good. Well, the good news is that we have located him. Oh, good. Oh, perfect. Oh, that Our was job easy. here is done. Well, he's in northern Lexford in a place called Vendor Green. Hmm. The bad news is that he is prisoner of the Order of the Light of Marcel and being held in the prison of the Hidden Hand. We need this man, we need him alive, and we need him soon. Either bring him back or extract the information from him in the field. He looks at you, Vratislav. I like to have two options here. Both are achievable. His name is Lathan. Just Lathan? Lathan. <laughs> What's that? Just Lathan? Just Lathan? <laughs> what if there's another Lathan? Yeah. 
That is all. <laughs> it's a prison. From the correspondence we found with Claybold, it would appear that is all he knew him as, or that is all he referred to him as. Is there a way to recognize him in case he doesn't wish to divulge his name? He's very, very tall, very thin, with a shaved head. Any markings? Should I assume he's white? Because <laughs> he's bald head? Oh. No, because That's he's racist. an NPC. <laughs> no. What does that mean for the DM? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Is he wearing a swastika? <laughs> is he a skinhead? <laughs> Does he work I'm for the AB? For a <laughs> How much am I going to have to cut out of this? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. At least the last while, 30 so. seconds. I think you keep literally all of it. <laughs> I don't know about the last part. Yeah. I think it's fine. <laughs> He's only been known as Lathan. As far as any distinguishing marks, I don't know. He is a white male, probably in his late 20s. Oh, damn. We got a police report. If he has any scars, I'm sure the Order of the Light of Marcel has put those on him. But I know nothing else about... Well, he's, he's an enigma to the Seekers Foundation, but we need this man brought back, or we need the information of whatever Claybold has disseminated to him. Ruby, right. where are you standing at, Ruby? I'm behind um, Elden, but like not completely. Just just enough for me to see and peek around. So towards the rear of the procession. Yeah. Okay. Off to your right, towards this large edifice, mm-hmm. the the four pillared column over here. With this arcane energy, you see it like spout out a little, almost like a solar flare, like burst up. <laughs> And as you look over, I want you to make a perception check on that. Mm, no, it's probably not going to be good. Oh, no, perception. It's 11. 11. With an 11, all you notice is that a myriad of colors are in that spout. But in the spout, you, you see to, seem to see like mountains or hills briefly in it, like in the the energy that comes up okay. and then dies back down. I, I continue to stare at it. Okay. As this exchange goes on between Warden Brambus and the rest of the group, you see it, it burst up again, and you see mountains again with large trees and stuff, and then you see a moon like go across the sky really fast as though almost like a time elapse, you know, when, okay. a, when a camera yeah. does that. And it dies back down again. The two guards that are standing in front of it kind of look at you and, and kind of move a little closer, almost as if to try to block your view of it. Um, I would like to try to get out of their line of sight. Well, as a skill I have with... You to hide behind people? Yeah. So um, I would like to try to hide, like get out of their line of sight using Elden. Okay. And And try to make my way... Against the pillar. Okay, now how does that work for somebody that can see you from behind, though? Like, if they can't see where you're hiding at, but if somebody behind you sees really, you. I mean, yeah, they can see me. Okay. Well, as you make that move, Brambus notices this and looks at you and says, I see the little one is interested in the Chrono Temple. I whip around Chrono Temple. That sounds real important. Yes, the Chrono Temple. You think that we have this many gods here for no reason? What does it do? 
You've never heard of a Chrono Temple? It's a temple that Chronos. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. Sorry. No, I haven't. I, I've never seen this before. Well, it's quite all right. I will tell you all about the Chrono Temple next session. Ah! <laughs> ah, you got me. <laughs>